David and I, I bring them in and took it out. I don't know what happened. I left my, couldn't find my fan. This is going to be one of those episodes. David, you can come in. Just come in. What happened? I, I don't what is happening? I don't even understand why David is sitting backstage when you could just come in. Like, if you see you're not in the thing, just come in. Oh, my God. I've that added is... myself a few times, and I keep I, getting removed. Yeah, because we're both doing it. Oh. Like, oh, <laughs> my God. This is going to be one of these episodes. I, I already so. know. See, this <laughs> is what happens when Logan's not here. Yeah, you let the you let the 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 the, the crazy people start running the asylum and exactly. crazy and we, running the asylum. The crazy folks is running the asylum now, honey. But here we are, and this is what we go do. Hello and hello and welcome to the cup. Well, we put the real entity in reality, and where you can always come here first to quench your reality thirst. I'm your girl, Lana, your resident diva, here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea because you know I love me some tea. Her. And if you have some tea, you know what to do. Hit me up. I am currently drinking just water because hydration is important and water gives you clear skin. So, you know, trying to do what I do. But if I was drinking anything else, I'll be drinking it out of my cup mug. Uh-huh, cup mug. da 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 cup mug. da 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 excuses and i'm looking at you brazil i'm looking at you mm-hmm. i'm glad she said brazil i thought she was looking at me I'm, like, <laughs> I get one. I know. I'm gonna look at you too eve but i'm looking at brazil right now <laughs> um well i'm david healy and i don't have a cute intro but i do have a cute shirt um i'm wearing a new shirt that i just got and it is the one and only alaska Hi, um, Lana. Do you know who Alaska is? Why are you, you asking questions? You already. Know I'm just curious. To. Alaska is a big name, so I would have I would have thought like there's a chance that you might know who she is. No. Um, no. But I am currently drinking water. At least mm-hmm. that's the plan. I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you're not gonna tell Lana who Alaska is? I mean, she will find out. I don't want to. I don't want to put her on the spot right now, but she's pretty iconic. Yes, she <laughs> is. She is one of those girls, one of the one of the Drag Race alum. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, hey, everybody, what's happening out there in Brazil? It is your girl back, Eve the Bunny, Chicago drag artist and queen of Ivy Park. Mm. Uh, I am still repping some of the Ivy Park Park Trail Drop. Uh, just because since it's fall time now, officially-ish in Chicago, I'm kind of jumping into, like, my more fall colors. Um, so the nails, as well as, like, the outfits are going to be a lot more fallish themed. Mm-hmm. You're going to be getting some nice hunter greens and chocolate browns and burnt oranges mm-hmm. and 
that's usually my vibe right around this time of day. Speaking of burnt oranges, uh, I'm actually not drinking Arizona tea this uh, go round. Um, I think that they're out of the black and whites as of right now at my little convenience store. So, um, but I got something that I was like a big fan of this summer. And I was like, ooh, I forgot I haven't had one of these in a couple of months. And it is, um, uh, what are these? Italian sodas from uh, Whole Foods. Wow. Uh, but this one is blood orange and it is so good. Mm, like, wow. so sounds good. It's so it actually does sound It good. tastes like a sun kiss. And <sighs> then, like, because it's an Italian soda, it like it doesn't really go flat that bad. You know what I mean? So like it helps. It's it's really yummy and refreshing. So lovely. I kinda love that for you. It sounds delicious. Mm. Well we are here to talk about Brazil and um Brasilia. Yes, come on, Brazil. We come in for the workroom after the elimination of Miss uh, Diva Moore. Hmm. Yeah. No more. She is no oh, more. No. She is no more. And oh, subscribe, y'all, by the way. Mm -hmm. Do it now. Subscribe. Do it right now. Or else you'll forget. Right. Because if you do it, wait till later you forget and then you don't do it. Subscribe because we have a lot of things happening if we hit a thousand and we're so close when i say close 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 all as we see at the beginning when david asked me about alaska y'all know i don't know a whole lot about drag race but they're trying to make me watch a lot of drag race so i can get informed but i ain't watching it until we hit a thousand <laughs> and then when we hit a thousand i'll watch it and react for you guys so you guys do that. Hit the button, hit the button, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Or I ain't moving. I ain't watching nothing until I hit thousand. Period. Smash it. Smash it right now. Don't pass it. Smash it for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get back in the workroom after Diva Moore is no more, and they're talking about. You know, they were sad. They were erasing the message, but then right out the gate. Miss Mel decided she had some issues with the way certain people were cheering during the lip sync. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? And she had some major issues with a couple people about their verbiage and what they were saying and how they were you know, cheering on who they wanted to win, I guess. But I think, I guess that's what it was. Like, because you were throwing people off and how you're cheering for them and not cheering for the other person, da 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 And I was like, girl, shut up. That was my reaction. That was my reaction. Now, I don't know what y'all thought, but my reaction was, girl, shut up. Who you ain't, how, how you policing people and who they cheering for? Like, shut up. But I'm gonna go ahead and, and say this because uh it really does make me feel some kind of way because Miss Melazine's Melazina Sparkle is on my team. I've drafted her. Mm -hmm. Uh I do still root behind her and I still, you know, pull hard for her. Well, she was doing a little bit much at this beginning point. I was like, I'm kind of confused, sis, where this is all coming from. And it 
to me, it's one of those kind of things where things like this have happened before in Drag Race many, 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 many times before when girls have been in the bottom and you will hear one girl cheering for one girl over the other one, you know what I mean? Or specifically cheering for this one person as opposed to cheering for this other person. But it's never become one of those kind of things where afterwards, or even if they, if it did, I feel like that almost adds to the competition aspect. Because look at it this way. What if Diva Moore would have survived? If Diva Moore would have survived and then came back and found out half the girls were cheering for the girls she sent home, fine. That should make you want to beat their ass even more. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't understand how it's that. It, it just seemed very, um, um, what's the word? It was just very, like, green, almost. Like, it's like, it makes me feel like that if there was a conversation that possibly happened in the workroom and there was some shade that was being thrown between sisters or something, she might step up and be like, hey guys, maybe we shouldn't be this mean to each other. Da, da, da. It just came off very like, girl, are you new? Are you new, new, new to drag? Like, there is a bit of a competition aspect in it. Not to mention the fact you're in a competition. So that's just going to happen. It's like, that's the equivalent of going to a sporting event and then telling someone not to yell for their team. Why does it matter? You know, I don't think that the other team is going to get mad because they hear people cheering for the other team. That's either just going to make them do better or not. You know what I mean? It's not really that big of a deal. So it was just very awkward where that came from. I was like, out of millions of seasons, international and U.S., that we've had a drag race, this is the first time anyone has ever said this. So we were like... It was, it was almost one of those, like, you do know what you signed up for, right? Like, you do realize... Only one of y'all are gonna win. So if they're not cheering for you, it's okay, send them home. It doesn't what I'm confused. Yeah, I, I was it was very confusing to me. I was just like, ooh, girl, I didn't know you wanted to be on this hill. I didn't know you wanted to down that hill, but okay. Um I think I'm gonna keep my opinions to myself on this one. <laughs> I'll just say I went through a journey with this. I started out on one side and then the more information I got, I'm like, okay. But that's I all mean, I, I would love to hear the journey though, but you don't have to share Well, I, I, I mean, okay. It's very unfortunate that the people that she's talking to are people that all three of us really like. Um, But yeah, at first when she was like, can we be quiet? And I'm like, what are you talking about? People always cheer people on during the lip syncs. Like that's standard. But what I didn't notice was that they were like specifically cheering on one queen to finish the other one. I'm like, well, I I'll be honest. I don't notice that very often at all um, where people are rooting for one person to lose basically. Um, especially see, when they just, like met, the them. They just met like them. I feel like that is what was making Organza upset is because mm -hmm. it was almost like an ipso facto kind of situation. It was like, because it was like an if then statement. It's like, if you say these things about this person, then you're automatically saying you want this for this person. And that was when uh, Organza was like, no, that's not the case. Just because I'm saying, I want this person to win. You're, it's like, you're saying I'm actively telling her, I want you to lose, you know what I mean? Or right. you suck or da da da. Yeah, I mean, like, that's saying finish saying. her kind of sounds like you want the other one to lose to me. 
well, yeah, you want the other one to not win, but you're not saying that the other person is bad or that the other person doesn't deserve mm-hmm. to win. Or anything. But I, I could see, like, if I were out there lip syncing and I was hearing that, that would, like, really demoralize me. But I'm not made for competitions like this. Right. Well, That's what I was say. I was like, Drake is not for the weak-skinned baby. Like, right, because that you don't hear a lot of stuff. All the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I really cannot think of many examples of it. I can think of, like, Mistress, like, getting some flack on season 15 this year for doing that sort of thing. But she was like, I was doing that for both people. And I actually respect people who can cheer on both people and really root for a good, balanced lip sync between two people. Like, that's what I like to see. And I would like for their sisters to want to see that as well, instead of see one person annihilate the other. That's I mean, but possible. see, here's the thing. That's nice. That's very, very kumbaya and nice and things. But if I come into a competition and I know somebody more than I know somebody else, and my sister, who I know for years, is mm-hmm. competing against someone who I just met yesterday, yes, I'm going to root on my sister, who I know for years. I'm sorry that you, I don't know you like that. That's like in any yeah, game. I think that's a play. different circumstances and, and i think that's they weren't even the same group and right and i think that's what it was like organza was like i've known bettina for oh, a while that said that. I, they've known each other it's like she's, okay. she's like that's my sis and so i'm like and then she wasn't even the one who said finish him that was shannon shannon, mm-hmm. shannon said finish her and i don't know if you know we don't know their relationships we just know and bettina's been a while for a long time in this in this in the business and so of course people know her more and they've probably known her longer. So I just think people got to realize the situation is sometimes we just like people more than we like the other person. That's I don't fair. have to root for you. I, I think don't my, have to root for you. Exactly. And I don't have to root against you either. My right. whole thing is I'm not mad at Melazina for being empathetic. She was being empathetic to Diva Moore and I respect that she uh, brought this up nobody had to comply and they didn't they didn't they said no we're going to do what we want she threw out a suggestion they shut it down perfectly fair yeah and it sucks because especially now in the drag community as a whole one huge way because when everyone starts drag you don't automatically start out just getting asked by bars hey we want you to come and perform we want to pay you x amount of dollars da 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 a lot of times that doesn't happen, especially because a lot of times when people are doing drag, they're doing them in markets that are either overly saturated with drag or so underly saturated that people don't know that much about drag. So a lot of times you have to end up going through a lot of amateur competitions and things like that to kind of get a bit more of exposure for yourself and build yourself up more. And then that way you're able to get in touch with producers and so on and so forth. So like one hugely, hugely popular one here in Chicago is Roscoe's Drag Race every Tuesday. It's an amateur competition they've had it going on for decades. Um, basically, everybody comes. They all bring one song. They all perform that song. I think they have a second round where they have like a wheel that has maybe like ten, like nine or ten pre-picked songs on it. Each of them spin the wheel. Whichever song it lands on, they perform about a minute of that song. Then the entire rest of the competition is audience applause based. And so it's one of those things where it's like, I guess the reason why I was a little bit frustrated with Melozine doing it, but also at the same time, it just, it could just be how she was brought up in drag is like, I know in so many drag communities all over the world, you have to usually go through those amateur circuits 
to try to get yourself seen enough for you to be able to be booked for high profile things and stuff like that. And when I say that thing can end up being such, such a demoralizing rat race, like finish her is the, is, 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 is hello talk compared to what I've heard some girls say about other girls up in these, some of these competitions. Or if the competition is audience applause based and they'll have girls up there where they will, you will hear a mouse pissing on cotton. No one will clap for her. And that girl just has to stand there. You know what I mean? And that's, horrible you know what right. i mean but at the end of the day i feel like that ends up becoming part of the the i feel like that ends up becoming part of the tough skin that you have to build as an entertainment artist because i feel like that you possibly end up having to deal with that if you were like a comedian and you had a crappy mm -hmm. set you know what i mean or if you were auditioning for a play and you did a bad job it's like that ends up being some of the knocks that you kind of have to take to make yourself tougher and you have to not internalize that and i feel like that was why i would have not placed that so much on the other girls to not say certain things. And I would have just focused more on Diva more and building her up more. Like if everybody else was sitting up there shouting saying, finish her Diva, I would have been like, no Diva, you got this. Get it girl. You know what I mean? Because at the right. same time, that should have been the mindset I felt like the Diva would have been in. If you hear all these people behind you telling you that you want you to lose. Bitch, keep telling yourself, no, I'm going to beat all of them. I'm going to win. Let's go. You know, and you have to build that in the entertainment industry. Otherwise, you get eaten alive doing this. And that's not just drag. That's just period. period. And so I hope going through all of this, Diva's built more of a tougher skin. I hope this hasn't been something that's kind of like, you know, thrown her off or anything like that. But I also don't want to really punish any of the other girls for doing it, too, because mm -hmm. it it ends up being one of those hard knocks that you kind of having to deal with in the entertainment industry. Like you said, everybody isn't, everybody doesn't like everybody. And it just kind of gets a little more vocal when it comes to like certain types of entertainment, I guess. Yeah, I think Mel, if her saying it, I'm glad if if she felt it, it needed to be said. Her saying it, fine. And the girls took it how they took it, and it was like, "Girl, shut up!" Or "No, we gonna do this." Or "Sure, we'll listen." Maybe I, I think, just my like I said, my first reaction was, "Girl, shut up!" But then it was like. I mean, you can say what you want to say. You could, you know, express your feelings and then they will express their feelings about it and everybody just move along, which they did because the next day they were back in the workroom and it was like all good and gravy and everybody was like, cool greens, cool beans and collard greens, let's go. And they were back in competition mode and everybody was like excited about what the next challenge was going to be. And of course, um, it happens, they come out and looking fabulous and amazing in their little outfits. I was like, okay, Greg, I see you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see you, Greg. Um, this so in, so after, 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 when Greg, I wanted to say, after Greg came out, there was, there, there was a, a combination of the shortest amount of time anyone has ever, ever had to get in drag for a lip, for a, uh, uh, mini challenge, but yet what felt like the longest mini challenge in all of drag history. I was like, what is this bit? Uh, okay, so. It wouldn't end, it wouldn't end. We, we, transparency, we just did Germany. And I feel like Germany and Brazil <laughs> is very parallel this week. Like things is going on that I'm like, didn't we just do something? I felt like Germany's was a very stupid mini challenge. And I felt like this was a very stupid mini challenge. Like I did, you gave them three minutes 
to get in beauty pageant ready drag, I guess. Three minutes. And then we have everybody walk this runway and go through this whole speech about all these, everybody get a question. And I was just like, why? This mini challenge lasted way longer than it needed to be. It was so long and so stupid to me. I didn't care for it. Yeah, yeah. There was three minutes of 10 girls in beauty pageant gowns with blacked out teeth. I was like, child, it was every one of y'all, almost everyone. Yeah, it, it really felt like a lot of them leaned into the ugly. I think it was Bettina that was uh, saying beforehand, like, oh, this isn't a beauty contest. This is an ugly contest. Um, but yeah, it was actually pretty interesting to see for me which ones actually went for a strong look and which ones were like, eh, I can't do anything with this. So I'm just going to lean into the ugly. Uh, but for me, there was a clear standout. Um and that's somebody who I thought had a really good look, a shockingly good look in the amount of time, and they had a good characterization. And for me, I, I immediately thought Dallas was the standout of all the group. I, I like Dallas you a lot, too. Dallas, I felt like, came with a very clear vision of, of, of how they wanted to do it. And it was just, of course, very different from everybody else's, which was great, because like you said, like I said, we had a lot of girls with blacked out teeth and a lot of girls mm -hmm. pretending to be ugly or like their bodies were broken. Or lipstick all over their like teeth. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that honestly like Dallas and like Naza and maybe like one or two other people were like the only ones that actually tried to make themselves look like they were in some kind of a pageant. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I thought Dallas was really great and I loved how um, I loved how uh, uh, Greg played along with Dallas too. I was like, it was already kind of giving me the vibe of, oh, she's kind of, she's she's doing good in this. So I was yeah. like, okay, cool. It was a good yeah. amount of the other ones. I was like, I'm getting bored. <laughs> yeah, right. And and that's why Dallas won because mm -hmm. Dallas, Dallas gave what everybody, what Greg liked <laughs> and Greg was the judge and Greg beat Dallas. And yeah, I mm -hmm. thought she did great too. I thought she was one of the best mm -hmm. ones. Deserved. She was well deserved. And so, Although yeah. Aquarella did not like it, I guess. No. Aquarella snatched, snatched her wig. I was like, oh. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was funny. I was like, I hope Dallas didn't like they don't they don't feel personal because I thought like in a moment and when you're doing a whole parody of a pageant. You would want that one bitter girl to be like, no, that's my crowd. It, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Aquarella, praise God you did that uh, in front of the right person. Because all I got to say is, girl, if you would have snatched my wig off, I would have bopped you. I was about to say, I feel like this is a big no-no for a lot I of I would have turned around and been like, Mink. I would have like, oh, sorry, girl. And it would have been right, like, instinct, like, like, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you okay? I'd be like, I forgot that this is a pageant thing. But I'd be like, girl, put my wig on my head. You crazy? Because <laughs> look, Alice was like, I'm, I'm gonna do that to her on the runway. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Because see, I would, because see, I would have been the petty one. Because she would have did that. No, because see, that would have been horrible. See, I'm not gonna say that. Because I said, I was like, well, see, I'd be like, don't do that like that, girl. Especially if you're around some of the cutthroat passion girls. You go to your station and find your glasses broken in your seat, girl. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Don't yeah. do that. 
Get Nancy Some Kerrigan. Me. <laughs> so back in the day with pageants and stuff like that, when I talk about how cutthroat and mean the girls were doing pageants, girls would, I heard horror stories of girls putting crushed glass in girls' uh, setting powder. What the heck? Yeah. They would put crushed glass in like her, in her like setting powder she used on her face. Um, they would cut their dresses up. They would cut their wigs up when they weren't backstage or whatever. Um, one of them that I heard was my favorite. I've never seen this happen, but I was like, ooh, if I ever see this, it's going to be amazing. Someone said that they saw someone put Kool-Aid in someone's setting powder once. And they said they went on stage and started sweating (laughs) and their face just started turning blue. And I was like, that's awful. That is evil. I was like, that's amazing. I'm saving that one. That's in my back pocket. Look, Melazina would have a panic attack if she saw that. That's what are we evil. doing? What are we doing? That is so evil. Oh it's my god! Pageant, the pageant girls are cutthroat. That's crazy. That's yep. A- I ain't got the time. <laughs> I ain't got the time to deal with it. But um, yeah. So we get the maxi challenge, and it's an acting challenge, and they're going to do a. I guess it's a. Some I don't know the name of it. I'm sorry. I don't know the name of the... the it starts with a T, I think. <laughs> Trap. Uh, I can't say it. I don't want to ruin it. you, Lana. You can do it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I will not disrespect the Brazilian people in trying to butcher something that they say. Y'all know what it is. Look, if you don't know, it, we'll put it in the description. I'll make sure logo for this description, but... Because I don't want to say oh. it. Oh, I think I know how it's pronounced. Go ahead, then, David. Okay, it's pronounced. Reagan Yaket. Reagan. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Don't you say it. Hear. You no. Hear. no. Reagan Yaket. This is not the Reagan Yaket. Reagan Yaket. Reagan Yaket. That's not playing. No. Not that. No, I can't. Reagan Yaket. Not the Reagan Yaket again. Jesus Christ. That sounds uh, like. That sounds like that sounds like you're talking about like Ronald Reagan's jacket. <laughs> Reagan jacket. <laughs> Sorry for everybody. That's a clip from Drag Race Germany, uh, but it's yeah. my new favorite clip. <laughs> yeah, David is yeah. obsessed with that clip right now. Reagan jacket. Sure. Reagan jacket. Um, I, yeah, I'm not gonna try to pronounce it, but it's and so somebody's soccer shoes. Yeah, soccer shoes. That was the name of the shoes. thing. Somebody the size of the T's. Soccer shoes. <laughs> and so Dallas got to, as the winner of the mini challenge, pick her role and pick the roles for everybody else. So there we go. <sighs> I think the only real drama that we got in picking the roles was the fact that Shannon and Naza wanted mm-hmm. the same role. They wanted to be kind of the spoiled brat girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked how Naza like, went about doing this. Before, before she even said what she wanted, she was she heard that Shannon wanted the character she wanted, and she waits. She holds on to this, and just as everybody's going around, she's like, "I think you should play the guy." <laughs> and I just love how she was just trying to incept that into her. But Shannon was not a dummy, and she knew why she was saying that. But I really like that strategy. Um, but of course, Shannon um, eventually bowed out of this battle and decided to take on that character. So we'll mm-hmm. see if it works out for her. <laughs> we'll see. 
I I mean, I'm going to be honest. After getting everything, watching the whole episode and watching everything, I was like, these acting challenges just don't do the do it for me. For me. They just don't do it. In any franchise, I've yet to see the acting challenge that does it for me. I'm like we we've got we've got um we're gonna have to give you some acting challenges to watch in the um in the Lana Reacts. Oh Jesus Christ. Because I will it. say this, there are a lot of the acting challenges that are bum. Okay. A lot of them are just kind of like, oh God. But there's like, like Daytona Wind was funny. Mm. Right now, already got some descent. <laughs> Daytona Wind was funny though. It was popular with fans for some reason. I thought, well, I thought it was. I thought it was funny. I thought it well, was funny. But well, there were there were some there were some ones in the past ones where they were like, "Oh, these are actually like really decently good." Like some of the rules they've done have been like really mm -hmm. good too. Um, but yeah, this one was this. Okay, Brazilian hot Brazilian uh Drag Race High shout out. I don't know how much you all know about American theater, um, uh, but there is a um, um, I won't even say it's a trilogy because there's a couple of more movies in it, but there is a series of movies, um, in the United States called Scary Movies, mm -hmm. um, not as in scary movies like horror movies but they're called scary movie that's the name of them um and basically these movies are spoof collections of other scary movies um so the reason why i bring all this up is because this whole scene reminded me of scary movie three <laughs> at brenda's funeral <laughs> it's awake when <laughs> when it was just like 80 million random things are all happening at the same time and the body's randomly moving for some reason and there is no real rhyme or reason or concept and I'm just kind of like mm. and the next thing you know the body is alive and it was just it was a lot it was a lot it was <laughs> a lot I do want to say during the the practice though um the run through i i thought it was so funny that uh oh, the drag queen oh you're fine the drag queen was like literally just snacking while she was watching <laughs> and then i thought oh this is shady david that came out then i thought hmm greg would fit in well on this podcast because oh. some of us like to snack during the podcast me <laughs> eve we snacks because maybe <laughs> sometimes it causes for a snack, and yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta right? do what you gotta do. I <laughs> eat for sustenance, David. You know what? <laughs> so I don't want to hear it because if I don't eat, then I die. Right. Very fair. <laughs> and we do not want Eve to die nope. because not Eve. yet. Anyway, I still got some shit to do. You got things to do <laughs> in this world, honey. But yeah, but when I do, I'm punting all you bitches. Not uh oh, kidding. not that. Just dangerous. <laughs> I ain't do that. <laughs> but yeah, so they do. They go through the practice. I thought it was the practice was interesting. I think uh, Greg and uh, Brett was what was Bruna? her name? The judge, Bruna. 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 Yeah, I liked her. I love her. I do mm -hmm. really like her. 
And she was, you know, I thought they were funny together. Her and Greg were funny together, what they were going through. And I don't know if they really actually gave a lot of input. They were kind of just like, no, don't do that. You might want to do that. And it was kind of like, oh, okay. I don't know. It just didn't seem like a lot was going on you during that I mean. practice at all. I think, like, I think, I think what ended up happening for me that I was noticing is it seemed like that maybe a lot of them just didn't fully realize their character or they didn't want, or didn't make their characters fully realize. It was almost like they just took the description of what the character was and ran mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. And so they didn't really build on the character anyway or anything. And so I felt like that a lot of the critiques that Greg uh, and, and Bruno were giving uh, the contestants were ways to improve what they were doing and stuff. But then almost at the same time, it's like, well, then you don't want to give them that because they should be coming up with that on their own. So it was like, I understand why why the why the uh, the practice seemed it looked a little rocky because it didn't like when Greg was saying certain stuff about uh, uh, Shannon just laying there but not doing anything or not making herself funny, you know what I mean? Because the whole right. thing is supposed to be very slapstick, you know, and so right. um, that's why she was like, "Well, I would just have my dick out," you know, and I was like, "Well, I mean, yeah," but then also at the same time, you don't want to tell her that, and then of course when the thing came out, she did, and so I was kind of like. So whatever did she come up with and what is it that she just got from what they told her? You know what I mean? Very so like very true. I feel like it was just I feel like it was just kind of a missed opportunity for them to for, for them to build on it. And and unfortunately with it being like the what third episode and then doing an acting challenge, like I said, uh, the same thing with the mini challenge. I felt like this the that acting that acting challenge ran so long. I was like every five seconds a new two girls were walking in. I was like, how many people are on this cast? <laughs> Jesus, I've never. Oh my gosh, I don't think that they've ever done because they've done acting challenges before, but I don't think they've done that many where there's only been one set and one location, and every queen is all in that one spot. It always ends up seeming like they have them in doing like separate scenes where they look like they're in different places. So it's like four people in this place and three people in this place and two people in this place. and mm -hmm. But there hasn't really been a lot of acting challenges where it's only just one location and all 10 of the girls are all in that one. I was like, the screen looks so crammed full of people. Mm -hmm. Like it was really hard to keep track of like any, a lot of people. Like there were some, of course, standouts, but mm -hmm. I understand what Greg was saying to Tristan when she was like, it can be easy for you to get lost in this crowd because some girls got lost. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. Because um, after they go through their rehearsal and all of that stuff, then the next day they come in to get ready for the uh, for the runway and <laughs> elimination day. And we do have some moments where people were talking. And again, another re thing, I was like, is this deja vu? I'm feeling very deja vu-ish. Even in the conversations that were being had, seemed like we just had some of these conversations or some sort of the same sort of conversation in Germany that happened in Brazil, which also lets me know that thing people are not alone in these feelings and these traumas that they're going through because so it's a lot of people out in the world dealing with the same issues or similar issues to what people are dealing with. So it was some um, conversation. Tristan had a conversation about being overweight and how they felt with their weight in as a drag artist and yeah. as a queer person and I'm like wow who did we have this conversation before right. 
but and she talked was, about being fetishized, which was yeah. kind of an interesting point of view that we don't really hear a lot about on Drag Race. Um, just people see like, oh, this is something different, and I don't know. I could see how that that would be like pretty annoying mm -hmm. if somebody is just going for your body type as like, oh, this experiment because I'm I'm into whatever. So I I could see the frustration with that. Baby, yeah. that is the story of black people in the queer community. Mm -hmm. Damn, black oh people God. in general, people. <laughs> Not even in the queer community. Yes, just black people in general. I will never forget. Um, my little brother um, uh, had messed around with this girl. Um, this was maybe like ten. Gosh, this. Oh God, so I was in high school. So this said to be at least like, like fifteen years ago. Um, and he was dating this girl and and had sex with the girl and everything. And then like afterwards, she immediately broke up with him. And he didn't know why or anything like that. And she literally flat out told him, oh, I just wanted to see what it was like having sex with a black person. Mm -hmm. I had a boy do that to me too. And it's just things where I'm just kind of like, and the boldness that people will have behind mm -hmm. you where it's like, no, it's okay that I'm just looking at you as an object and not a person. That's fine. And I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's I, not. Oh, gosh. I, I mean, I, I I didn't have sex with the dude because yeah, I'm smarter than that. But I knew he was, he only wanted to be with me because I was black. And in that moment, and piss off his parents, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. So, yep. Yep, yep. So I was that. That's just a that fetishes. Fetishes are something that could be weird, but it could be good if you, the way you do it. But that for fetishing over somebody's body and or their race or whatever, just something that's just them. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. And the thing is, is that there are people out there that think and that see sexual fetishization of someone's race or someone's type or how someone presents almost as an opposite to yep. discrimination. Yep. They see it as mm -hmm. a mirror opposite. Like, I'm doing the complete opposite of only not liking you because of this. I only like you because, because of this. Of like, this. But that doesn't make it better. No. Right. It, they're still both on the same level of ick. You know yeah, what I mean? It's so, very ick. Yep. I don't think people should be fetishists. Like there's so many fetishes to choose from. Right. Just don't pick people because people. you know what? They're probably not in on it. Fetishes should be like a shared experience with somebody else. If you're going to do that, mm -hmm. it shouldn't be a one way thing. Um, right. So don't pick I people. would rather do every, I, every, I would rather be obsessed with every single item that people were obsessed with on the T on the TLC TV show, my strange obsessions. Before I fantasize a person. Oh, a person. Yeah. Right. I still, I still will never forget that one girl who ate deodorant sticks. Yeah, I I thought, deodorant oh my sticks. goodness. I saw that too. I was like, oh, gross. I did not. Yeah, people yes, weird. it was people the white weird. solid ones. She yeah, the big ones. Just, 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 just chew those jokers. And she ate like, she would eat like between like five to ten a week. I mean, at least it's not like body spray. Like, but it's still like chocolate and like minerals. I, and stuff. Uh, I was just like, oh, her stomach and everything must be it was a mess, uh, a mess. But then we we had more um, conversations happen. Um, anybody want to talk about the? Yeah, we briefly got Ruby talking about 
finding confidence. Like she's, she's had issues with confidence. Um, and like, I like hearing stories like this from somebody who seems so confident. Like I never would have thought that about Ruby, but it just makes her more relatable. And she talked about how finding drag really brought out her confidence. Um, so I, th I thought that was a positive story that we got out of um, this whole work group, workroom uh, discussion. Um, that part, part was pretty brief and things definitely got heavier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Helena, um, uh, chose to disclose that she uh, is HIV positive and that when it came to dating and, and relationships and things like that, like Lana said, it very much mirrors a lot of what was happening on Drag Race Germany and a lot of what we were talking about on Drag Race Germany. Um, just basically saying like young queer people do not have set in stone instructions or guides when it comes to navigating sex or navigating love or romance as young queer people, as queer people under the age of 21. We don't really have a lot of guides. And the thing is as well too, we're also told to be very like to be very suspect and to be very knowledgeable of people that may be way older than us that are trying to teach us those things because that could easily be something that leads itself into grooming. You know what I mean? So like, it, it's weird. You you're in a position as a young queer person where you're getting a lot of people looking at you and a lot of people throwing things your way because in the queer community you're young, you're hot. You're, you know what I mean? You're, you're naive and fresh about life. Those things for a lot of predators and a lot of people that want to take advantage of people are red flag are like green flags for them of, of easy targets, you know? And so um, she admitted that she was uh, doing a lot of irresponsible things and ended up contracting HIV. And she felt horrible about that and, and was in a mental state where she felt like that she was not gonna find love anymore. She was not good enough anymore. She was a damaged goods. She said that was why she named herself uh, uh, her name, uh, Helena Maldita as, uh, what did they say for it? I guess it was like the, the, the curse. And so she said like, that's why she named herself that. And that was so, uh, for me, it was so relatable. Um, mm. I feel like that I also went through a bit of a phase of that as well. Um, I did state on uh, our Drag Race Germany uh, pod, uh, episode that I am HIV positive and I have been HIV positive for about 15 years now. Um, and so I do feel like I understand where she is coming from and where she came from in that retrospect, especially when you think of just as much as 10 to 15 years ago uh, or in that time period, people who did have HIV were 150% looked at like they were a curse. Mm -hmm. Or if you said that you were HIV positive on any dating app or any dating uh, website, you were automatically blocked or you had people messaging you and telling you you were diseased or that you should die or that this, that, and the other. And the thing is, is with education that's gotten so much better and with people's awareness and people's Receptive, receptiveness to tell the story of HIV people, HIV positive people, um, and and what that means. Uh, I feel like that's helped a lot. A lot of education has helped a lot with people being able to grow with their mindsets, but you still have people that act that way. You still have people on, on apps saying they're only looking for clean people because people that are HIV are presumed to be dirty. Um, and so it's it, it, it was a very... Um, strong cathartic moment for her 
because going through all of that, she was able to find somebody, her partner, who loves her and who sees who she is as a person and does not look at her having HIV as a negative or, or as um, uh, something that she should feel bad about. Um, and we all need somebody like that in our lives to be able to kind of help us and, 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 and to remind us of who we are and remind us that we're more than just a disease or what people may think of us as. Um, and so I want to send all of my love out to her um, and anyone that may be dealing uh, with uh, coming to terms with living with HIV. If you're newly diagnosed, if you're someone who had been diagnosed before and it's still hard for you to deal with, I am out here for you. There are people out here for you that have HIV, that are living with HIV, um, that know people that are living with HIV or that, that, have, that are in contact or connection with people with HIV that I feel like they can help um, just by blending an ear. Um, and letting you know that you're not alone and that nothing is wrong with you and that you still are an amazing person with an amazing life ahead of you. All right. And I kind of want to bring a different perspective from this and, and be pretty vulnerable and open about my history with seeing people who had HIV. So I didn't start coming out till about 10 years ago. And so the idea of contracting HIV to me was the scariest thing because I'm like, well, that's, that's it. That's the end of my life. If I get HIV, mm -hmm. I'm undateable. Um, I no more relationships at all. Um, and even for me, if I knew somebody had HIV, I could be friendly with them. I could be cordial with them, but there was a barrier. I would never be with them sexually because I didn't want to risk anything. Even if they told me, oh, I'm undetectable. Okay, I don't know what that means. Undetectable, that means they they can't find it, but it's still there. It's still there. Right. So you're undetectable. It, it's still there. I can still get it. So no, no, I'm not going to go down there. And it's just ignorance. It's ignorance. And if I'm being honest, these conversations on Drag Race are what changed my perspective. Um as I see people open up about these on Drag Race, it's really brought to light the meaning of undetectable. That means untransmittable. Um, and I think the biggest step for me was a couple years ago watching Charity Case talk about it in Drag Race UK. And I'm like, this should not be an issue for me. And that's when I decided to get on prep um, as an additional uh, like cautionary uh, practice there. But I absolutely am at a place where I would have no problems uh, dating or being intimate with somebody who has HIV. Um, and really, that's where we should all be. Like, it's it's something that, like, we've come so far. Science has, has done miracles for this. It's not a death sentence. And so we shouldn't view people that way at all. Very true. Very true. And it, like you said, there's people out there who can help. So we will do what we can here on the cup to make sure that if you need to reach out to something or someone or or a, a specific place, that we'll be able to put the links or and numbers down below in our description. So check that out if you feel like you need someone to talk to. We're here for you. We love you. You HIV is not a death sentence. It is not a way to end. Your life does not end because of it. 
You have a lot of life to live and a lot of love to give and receive, period. So we got you here on the cup. Now, I will say this about Brazil. They did something that I was like, thank you, thank you, and thank you. Because usually, right after trauma moments like this, where everybody's sad and crying, we go right into the music that I love so much. But this time, they did not do that. And I was so grateful because they switched right over to Organza and Shannon having a very lighthearted conversation about what they getting ready to do on this runway. And, da, da. and it was very lighthearted. And it was like a good segue transition moment from crying to being like, okay, taking a breath. Let's laugh about it. And then we jump into This, it's so funny because um, that's like, oh gosh, Lana, don't be mad at me. Um, but like, that's how it honestly like used to be back in the day. Really? <laughs> that's how, that's I how it used to be, be in like the old seasons. It's like, they would do that. They would have like a heartfelt moment or something. And then after some, like, okay, girl, let's wipe these tears, girl, because we're not going to be able to serve on this runway without it. And they mm-hmm. would all giggle and laugh. And then it would go into the thing. Like, usually it was like a little mini wrap up before they went into it. So I was like, <laughs> hey, I hate you miss that. <laughs> I hate that to say too, because I always get the, it's trauma season. And then we go right into, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. I'm like, this is, this is very hard. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't like this one at You're all. You're still crying, trying to see who's coming down. Right. Like, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that one at all. But, yeah, so I was like, I would love to just not be crying. Oh, I don't like that one either. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, which one I, which the one Logan always does, because I don't like that one either. That's better, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But uh, yeah, so we're going to go into the runway because that's what came first. So the runway and it's the category is Brazilian top models. And um, yeah, so Logan made this. Thank you, Logan. We appreciate you. Thank you, Logan. So I don't really know what the order is. So we're just, I, I think it's the order of the runway though. I think it's the order of the runway. So first is Shannon. Shannon Scarlett, who was supposed to be Adriana Lima? No, that's not Adriana Lima. No, that's not that's, Adriana Lima. That's not Adriana Lima. I forgot who she's supposed to be. We should not even guess. <laughs> I should I shouldn't, but I, I don't remember who I heard her say it, but I don't remember. But here's the look. Here's what original looks like, and that's Shannon on this side. So he will start with you. Chop. Oh. I'm sorry. I completely understand where you're coming from. And I and I mean, hey, you look exactly like the girl, but for some reason, you're giving me, like, this is what I ordered and this is what I got. Because what I got looks like the wings were damaged in shipping. They were kind of crooked. They were a little off. Um, and then I feel like... I feel like the downside about this is that a lot of these girls, not even a lot, I'll say a couple of these, a good couple of these girls took 
the top model aspect and went straight to Victoria's Secret. And so they just had a lot of them walking around with big looking wings and like little to no clothes. And I was like, I wish I would have picked some some other runway models or some other looks that had you wearing like actual designs because it's like, you're just wearing a little top and some black panties. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm like, it is what the what the model was wearing, but I'm just like, I wish you were wearing, you're a drag queen. I want you to be wearing more than that. You know what I mean? Like, I would have loved it if her wings were looking like hers, but twice as big, you know, or something like that. Just something where it wasn't so literal of an interpretation. It was a more drag interpretation of mm -hmm. what that model was mm -hmm. wearing. Mm -hmm. David. Yeah, I agree. I always like to see things dragged up a bit. So when she came out, I was I was kind of disappointed. I wouldn't say it's a chop for me. Like it was it was fine. It was good enough. But I definitely wanted more. And I will say her wig looks better in this picture than I remembered. Mm -hmm. uh, because I, I, I was crazy about the wig when I saw it. On the I, yeah, I did not like it walking down the runway. It was not my favorite wig from her. It just felt a little too simple. And I don't know, something something with the wings could have been a lot better. And I yeah. think that would have made a difference. It's, I still probably wouldn't have loved it. But I think I just have pretty high expectations for her after last week's episode. And she didn't live up to it with this. Yeah, I, I had a problem with the wings. I was like, these wings look very crunchy, choppy. Like, like she just, I don't know. It's like they got damaged in, 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 in the travel and she didn't know how to fix it. It was very simple. It was it was it was simple. I don't hate 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 it. Like I ain't mm -hmm. chopping it, but I'm not like fawning all over it either. I'll tell you this though, Miss Shannon seems like one of them kind of girls where um she knows that her poop smells like jasmine mm -hmm. and ylang ylang mm -hmm. and and sumac and all other kinds of trees and herbs. And you can't tell her nothing about herself because the way she was sitting in the back of that workroom and she was mad, mad. she was safe for this. Mad, baby. I said, child, mad. I would have put you in the bottom. <laughs> and she was uh, she was just so taken. You can't tell me that I'm safe. You see this body? You see this wig? You see these wings? I was like, <laughs> we do. I was like, the drag delusion it. has made it over to Brazil, ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to say, we do see all of that. That is why you lucky you safe. Because we Cause see all, you all of that. We see all of that. But yeah, scores, Eva. Um, because of the accuracy, I'm going to give it a 75. Um, I would give it a higher score if it had more drag elements to it, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I gave this a 64. I'm going to give it a 70. Next Eve week. was the highest? Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I believe this is what Eve was talking about when somebody had a similar color figure. It'll work. But I, I mean, I don't. Mm. See, this is. This is very. This is very what I ordered versus what I bought. What I got. Right. It's very. Yeah. It's very the wish version. But see, here's the thing, though. And this is. This might be unpopular for, for to, uh, I get like we, we want them to not be a literal interpretation, and she didn't give us a literal interpretation of this dress, the original dress. She gave us a dress. Now, is it great? No, by any means, but 
she tried to do something different to make it, I guess, drag it up a little bit, maybe. I feel like the difference has almost turned it into a completely different A completely outfit. different dress. That's yeah. that's how I feel. I feel like the difference has almost turned it. Like, if you would have had the part come up as a turtleneck, cool. But then I don't think you would have needed to have it continue down his pants. I think you could have still had it cut as a skirt, like you had, like she had hers cut as a skirt. And I also mm -hmm. think that um, the color and the fabric of the two, the two are just very different to the point where if you wouldn't have given me this as a reference photo, I wouldn't have known that the two were supposed to be related. Right. Right. And love her to death, but yeah. the ma her makeup does nothing for this look. Her yeah, style yeah. of makeup does nothing for this look yeah, whatsoever. No. It completely no. takes me out of it. Yeah. Um, I, so yeah, I don't mind if it looks very similar to the look or very different from the look. But I just want it to look good. And to me, this does not look good. Like, this would be something I would see at a local bar and be like, oh, okay, you made this? Okay. It almost gives me if they gave them the, the reference outfits and, told, and it was a design challenge and told them to make right. variations of it. And this is what she made. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm gonna get ahead of myself, but I one person was put in the bottom specifically for their runway look, even though they did really well in the acting challenge. And that is crazy to me after looking at this because this is way worse than what that other person wore. Yeah. Um, yeah, this yeah. is my least favorite of the night. And I do love her. I love Aquarella. Um, and I'm rooting for her, but I'm rooting for her to do well. I'm not yeah. rooting for her to just skate by on really bad looks. Yeah. Yeah. I need her to do better. I, I have her on my team. I really need her to do better. So, of course. That's a 50, baby. Uh, it is a 29 for me. It's a 40. I'm highest again. Again. Mm -hmm. I think that this is screwing me. I gotta pick something super. I gotta be like one dollar. <laughs> no more. This ain't prices right. I was about to say, baby, no, because we're about to get into it with this one. This is Dallas DeVille. I Dallas might be get a dollar. I'm about uh, to get the lowest for this one because I, <laughs> I think I hate this one more than I hate the other one. This was bad in so many ways. The wig was horrible. Oh her makeup was Ooh. not like it was her makeup wasn't that bad, but yet somehow she still looked animatronic. And then she looked like she just wore a regular corset. She put some stuff on the side of the wings. Somebody oh, shot that God. butterfly right out the sky, child. Like and she was so happy. happy she made the wings herself. Those wings look like two autumn leaves on her back. And then everything from the hip on down all looks the same color. It's no, it's an absolute chop. That's who that wig is horrible. Yeah. Oh, that wig is horrible. <laughs> oh, that wig is horrible. <laughs> oh, that wig. Yeah. <laughs> God. It, it looks like one of those Halloween wigs with the hard part in the middle. It is bad. And the way she's sitting there just looking at like, yeah, bitch, you know the wig look bad too. Y'all know this wig bad too. Yeah. Um, 
So this, seeing them side by side, it's almost giving me like, you know, you know, those memes of the horse that just gets like worse as it goes along. Like it starts out a detailed horse and then it becomes like this awful drawing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of getting that. We start out with this like really good look here on the right. And then we just get like this terrible version of it on the left. And I'll be honest, like after seeing like the first three, I was very worried. I was, I was literally like, this is going to be the worst category in Drag Race history. I was like, everybody going to be bad. It's going to be bad. It it gets better. It gets, it gets better. better. It's I, also, I felt that way though as well too because like I said, I felt like I saw so many girls that were doing um um Victoria's Secret versions of these looks and they were just bad versions of them. And I was like, wait, no, is everybody gonna come out with crappy wings on? Like uh. <laughs> Right. And I and I hate to agree with Doo because he's not my favorite, but the very first thing I notice is why do you have something widening your corset? Right. That is like the opposite of what you should do. And it, it actually kind of works on, on the original model. Like, I don't know. It's not positioned the same way. Because yeah. they, mm-hmm. It's because the way that Diva did it, I mean, not Diva, the way that Dallas did it is she did it all the way up and down both sides. Mm-hmm. And it looks like with the other girl, she still left a portion at the top. Yep. of it just being corset and she focused it more along the bottom yeah. half of it so it almost made it look like a peplum kind of thing Ooh. so it's like so you see her like right under her boobs and her top and everything it still has that snatched waist kind of look to it and then it has all the stuff on the bottom and with Dallas's, she did it all the way up her entire sides so it was just she just looked like one block mm-hmm. and as far as a wig goes yeah the wig is not good oh but I, I think- hate that wig <laughs> <laughs> I think the real issue here is that Dallas has kind of, and I, I don't mean this as a shade to Dallas because Dallas is a lovely person, but she does not have above her brows. She does not have a very tall head. So if she's going to have a very flat wig like this, it makes her head look so small. So she needs some volume on top. Because like it literally just looks like she should have a head that extends a bit further, but it does not. So this is not a flattering wig on her. I still yeah. really like Dallas. And but yeah, this look was not it. I'm yeah. sorry, girl. Yeah. I Dallas. And I think I'm changing my mind. I think this is my least favorite. It's so bad. It's not good at all. I'm sorry. It's just the wig with the makeup make her like you said make her hair look small and then the makeup make her face look smushed in it's like she got that small lip and it's just like this her eyes are tiny so it's like mm, like very pushed in and then the, it was just bad it's definitely the uh chanel versus walmart meme with this oh, look shit. it's bad it's bad so unfortunate Dallas, uh uh, it scores Eve 10. David 20. I'm pleading. Ooh. I can't stand this look. Well, at least I'm not the lowest. Have no, I'll, I'll take the <laughs> crown this time. <laughs> Up next, we have Miss Naza. <sighs> okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you this I like her wings. Mm-hmm. I understand when I saw her and I saw the picture, I was like, I can understand the reference. What I did not care for was, a lot of you already know, 
Mm-hmm. She got one of them beauty, uh, them beauty supply uh, body suits on. Yep. That's the only reason why. That's the only reason why. I said, child, they have those little jokers sitting over there next to the uh, the bonnets and the hair grease and the do-rags and stuff and the stockings and the, the lace stockings and stuff that all tear the crap apart. They ain't got no good colors. That packet had $11.99 on it. You didn't even stone it. Right. Or nothing. You just wore it right out the pack. I bet you money, the wings cost more than the, I bet you money, everything she has on individually costs more than that bodysuit that she has on. And I hate it because it looks almost like that. I really wish it was something that was a little bit more closer to what Adriana was was wearing. And it was honestly something that was like some kind of black vinyl something. Like, I wish she actually had black boots on, not what looks like printed stockings. stockings. You know what I mean? Like, I wish she had an actual black bra on and not just that decoration that's on the top of the bodysuit. You know, I wish she actually had a black panty on. Like, yeah, I hate yeah. that. I hate that 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 was just the bodysuit because it gives off the effect of having all the lines and everything like Adriana's does, but it looks like a very cheap version. Hmm. Yeah. When Naza came out, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, okay, finally, finally." And she starts walking, and then they pop up the picture of the original. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not as good. It's not as good. (laughs) Not even close to good. Like, if I'm being honest, I almost wish they didn't show the originals because. Yeah, because if they wouldn't have, I kind of would (laughs) have let some of that go. (laughs) Yeah, it's just in comparison, like. Pretty much everybody just didn't live up to the original. I will say, there's one girl. We'll get to it. There's one girl that I might like hers better, but it looks nothing like the original. Yeah. <laughs> nothing like I know, it. I know who you're talking about. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but I still I like this. Know. It's it's fine. It's fine. I like this, especially compared to a lot of the other people. Too. Yeah. I just wish you would have did the vinyl part of it all because I think that's what makes this look really cool is the vinyl part of it all. So put the vinyl bra on and the vinyl panty and a vinyl boot. Even if you don't have the boot that has all those straps, that's fine. Get a smaller boot and you have that thing underneath it so it shows the line going up. So it can yeah. still be that. You just need to it should still need some vinyl on it because I think that's what makes the look look cool because I feel like if Adriana didn't have that vinyl on it and it was like that a bodysuit we'd be saying that looks just like that and it don't look good. It's missing something. But the vinyl adds to it and it makes it and I think I think for me the main thing when it comes to what it adds to it is with those lace bodysuits they're thin. Yes. And the thing is, as you can tell, she's wearing that lace bodysuit over tights and everything that is her skin tone. So it doesn't even make the bodysuit look as dark and deep and black as like right. it needs to look mm-hmm. to translate yep. like how the other picture does. It looks sheer like you're wearing pantyhose. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it looks yeah. like you're wearing an outfit made out of fishnets. Yes. The contrast on the actual model, like that black just pops Pop. and mm-hmm. it just fades on Naza. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. I was that's like, it we needed to punch harder with that black. And that's mm-hmm. that would that would have sent it. But yeah. it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't horrible, horrible, but it was uh it was yeah. um it was a cheaper version. Yeah. So scores. Uh I'll give Naza seventy five. Put some get some get you some um get you some black pleather in your uh wardrobe girl because I swear it will get you through. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm being generous. I gave her a 77. I mean, I, I, I will match the 75, actually. 
I'm not mad at it. No. Uh, it was still one of the better ones. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Up next is Hel- Helena Ma- Helena Maldita. Maldita. This is very loosely interpreted by, but mm-hmm. I'm not mad. I feel right. like that, I feel like that this could possibly be in the same like, let's say if this was a fashion runway, I feel like this could be in the same collection. But I wouldn't see these two and think they were the same outfit. You know what I mean? But everything about I loved it. Her hair, her mug, baby. Woo, she is pretty. Mm-hmm. Woo, she is pretty. And knows how to hit her angles. She was giving for me. It was very much one of those where it's like, I don't even need to know what Brazilian model you're supposed to be. You look like a Brazilian model. Check. Done. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was the one I was alluding to. Uh, I, knew I, it. I think I like this better than the original. I do too. I, and this is this is how you drag it up. Like she took it, she took a, a very loose inspiration from this, and she's like, "Okay, how do I make it my own? Mm-hmm. How do I make it draggy? How do I make it runway ready?" And she did all of that very, very well. Like this is so good. I love this pink on her. And sometimes it's 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 hard to have like this big structure in front that's a hard structure it's bulky that could easily flop it didn't flop for me i i really like this this is one one of the three standouts for me of the night this is the first of the three that we've talked about so yeah i i really like this yeah i agree i was like when she walked out i was like okay and then when they put the picture up i was like oh okay so it's not exactly like it which I'm very happy about it's her own interpretation, but still giving her like this pink is her. This I just like the way it's sitting on her and it's fitting on her. I love that she was like, I'm not gonna do a full skirt because it's more that's that dress is more like hobo chic, but she gave us structure and body, and I kind of love that. She ate with this one. I ain't mad at this one at all. I loved um my favorite part was when she made it to the end of the runway. And she turned and angled her body so precisely where she's just leaning back and showing off her face and her mm-hmm. jawline. And then the way that the the front of the thing is angled just this way. So it's like they're just opposite each other. So it's like nothing in the front of her thing was blocking her face. She turned it right to the perfect position to be like, up, oh, and you see all this face behind here. And I was like, we sure do. We sure do. You know your angles. I live. I she live. Works. She works. Scores. Um, honestly, I would say my cup was full with hers. Mm-hmm. I liked it. And to be honest, too, when it came to um, uh, the challenge, she was painted down in the challenge. I felt like that her mug in the challenge was insane, too. I'm really liking her makeup. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I gave this an 83. I'm go. I'm. I'm siding with Eve. I was full with this one. I kind of really like this one. This is one of my favorites. I was like, yeah. yep, 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 my face. Yep. She gave. She gave. She ate. She left no crumbs. And then next is Melazine Sparkle. Two steps forward. Two steps. Two steps back. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I mean, track record wise, she really hasn't had any good runaways. So this yes, is like four steps back. 
Well, I meant two step forwards from the previous girls that we talked about. It oh, was going okay. uphill and then back down. Two steps back. Two steps forward. We take two steps back. <laughs> it was just. Mm -hmm. It was boring. Um, it, it was boring. I am just going to put it out there. I was bored. I think that's what it is. It's just, it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't exciting. It was like, I'm going to pick the most random nondescript girl wearing the most random nondescript outfit. And we were just like. Okay. All right. <laughs> she was just, she was just already like, yeah. and uh, I mean, I it, it was boring. But then, even if you go do boring, give me, and you go do this just dress. It wasn't even cute compared to the dress of the original. Like it ain't even. If you go give me a boring look, at least make it like boring because it looks exactly like the other. Right. It's just not uh, I'm bored. Okay, I'm done. Yep, yeah. I just put in my notes basic, basic, basic. <laughs> like, and and the thing is, like, we looked at her Instagram, and she's got such a like cute style. Like, there's no excuse for her not taking one of these looks and just adding her style to it. Like, she could have she could have been one of the winners on the runway tonight if she had just add a little bit of Melazina in it. And it doesn't even look like it fits her well. Right. Like she borrowed the dress. Yeah. Like I need a sparkly dress because this is who I want to be. And it's too big for her. I just, I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Scores. <laughs> um, 40. I'll give her 49. And I'll just give her 50 because it was perfectly safe. Mm -hmm. Next is Tristan Soledad. Once again, another what you bought and what you got. This is very much giving me, I would be writing somebody an angry ass letter if I wanted to buy the suit jacket on the right and I got the mini Dracula cape on the left. Girl, no. And the boots with them, the shoes, the <laughs> shoes. Are, you a pirate? Are pirates in this season? No, I don't like any of this. I don't, I don't at all. She looks like she's going to a witch concert or something. I don't, I don't know. Um, okay, here's gonna be my hot take. Um, I actually like this. Um, is it as good as the original? No, but is it something different than what everybody else is doing yeah i was i was actually kind of excited by this i feel like tristin is refreshing on this runway she brought something that i did not expect to see for many of the girls but it still works for her for me um i don't mind the the boots uh personally um and even this is this is a dragged up version of it too like she made it bigger she made it her style um I wasn't mad. It's okay. not the most amazing thing, but I wasn't mad. I'm not a fan of the boots, but I didn't hate the look because I felt like this is Tristan. This was Tristan, her drag, her aesthetic. She took this this jacket and made it into more, like you said, Dracula cape, darker side, which is what she does as a artist. And so I felt like she was taking it and making it her, but still giving what the theme was. 
I don't like the boot. I think she could have did a different like if or don't make it slouch. Like give us a a tall boot so it looks like it could have been the pants, but not really the pants. So and then it would have made a scrunch it, boot. It's a right, brown it's, scrunch boot. Right, the scrunch is it brown. It's, it's brown. Yeah. yeah, it's a brown scrunch boot. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like the boot with that. I think, and I feel like she should have done a little bit like something else with the wig. Like, give us a, a a bigger wig to take away from the fact that you don't that this it's the dark. Like, I don't know. I felt like it needed just a little bit more with the accessories and the making of it but i don't hate the jacket i think the jacket and it's her taking the theme and making it her so i didn't hate it but it it, it uh, some technical things needed to be done to make it mm -hmm. better scores well it's still giving me star trek villain up top uh, <laughs> it's not horrible but it's still giving me a little bit of that but i gotta i gotta cut you some points off for the pumpkin spice latte boots mm. um so it's it's a 65 for me mm -hmm. okay i gave it a 75. i'm gonna give it a 70. Quack. right there next miss bettina polaroid but Tina Bolaroid said she was supposed to be Giselle Boonchen. Boonchen. Baby, she looked like Giselle Lullaby. Oh. <laughs> That's a compliment, right? She looked 350% like Giselle Lullaby. I can see that, that actually. Like, Giselle Lullaby was on Canada's Drag Race. Winner. She was the last the last winner. Okay. But yeah, she looks 100% like her. I was like, huh. But I will give her benefit of the doubt for the fact that even though her outfit is simple it still looks a bit true to form to what the the original is supposed mm -hmm. to be it's not a complete spot on recreation but it doesn't look like it's like a cheap secondary version of it yeah. it looks like it's a it's a pretty decent looking gal it's just not you know amazing or extravagant or anything but it, it's still fitting the assignment right mm -hmm. and the hair isn't the same but the hair on Bettina wasn't bad no I wasn't mad at Bettina's hair. So mm -hmm. like, it wasn't, I'd say, I I, I, I wouldn't have put Bettina in the bottom based off of some of the other people who they mm -hmm. didn't put in the bottom. I would mm -hmm. put Bettina safe. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, so the, this probably, the closest comparison I can get is Melzina um, on the runway tonight. Like we saw two fairly simple gowns and recreations of those. I think this works quite a bit better than Melusine. It's still not amazing. It doesn't wow me, but it works. And I, I see it as a closer comparison. Um, my only thing is I wanted a little bit more shape from her on this, like mm -hmm. just widen out those hips. And it could have been, it could have been decent. Um, yeah. I mean, it still was decent, but mm -hmm. it could have yeah. been a high, it could have been a high safe. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I don't think she deserved to be at the bottom. I was like, I don't agree with that at all, especially due to her runway and her performance. I was like, absolutely not. She don't need to be at the bottom. Um, put Aquarella safe and put her in the bottom. Right. right. And I'm like, and then we had, uh, who was that after her? Shoot. Oh, uh, uh, I forgot. Never mind. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I, this should have been safe because mm -hmm. I think the dress is, even though it's not spot on, but it's still a very good replica. 
Um, if you put that in somebody's um, a, a, a discount stop shop, somebody would love that and they would wear that. You know, because it's like I, I'm, I'm I can't afford the look that Giselle had, but this is a very close replica of mm-hmm. that look, and they'll be very happy with that gown. Um, and I don't think I think she looks fine. I think. Yeah, I didn't that's the anything. downside with a lot of the other girls trying to recreate other people's stuff. It's like the recreation isn't the best, but even if it is the best, what you recreate, it just looks cheap. You know what I mean? This mm. doesn't look cheap. Mm. No, it doesn't. Right. It looks, yeah. It looks good. I like it. I thought she did very well, and I didn't think she deserved to be at the bottom. I thought she was perfectly safe and, like I said, a high safe, actually, if you really want to be honest. I think she did really well. But yeah. <sighs> scores. Uh, I would give Bettina a 78. Actually, 79. Okay. I gave her a 69. Nice. I'm going to give her an 80, actually. Oh, she did. Well. Come through, Bettina. (laughs) Now we have Miss Ruby Ocean. um, I love you. Mm-hmm. But there are parts of this that I don't care for a lot. Um, I think the main parts I don't care for are the pasties and the hair. The hair was very, very problematic for me. And I think it's because of the fact that the the hair that the model originally wore looked like it was kind of just done, kind of in a bun or whatever. And... Ruby has what looks like this just super long hair that's inside mm-hmm. of her jacket. And that's just really throwing me off for some reason. I'm like, why do you have that super long hair? And it's all stuffed in the back of your coat. Like it was like, she just didn't even need to wear long hair. She could have just wore something shorter. You know what I mean? Or if she wore the long hair, just actually wear it yeah. out where it's like falling down her back or something. But it looked like she, yeah, it looks like, you know, how sometimes you'll, like, put on a shirt or something like that and it'll mess your hair up or it'll catch half of your hair or something and you don't adjust it. That's what this mm-hmm. looks like. Mm-hmm. So it, was, it wasn't bad, but it left, it, left stuff to, it left stuff to be desired from my fashion queen. So I was... That, that's fair. Yeah, it, it definitely pales in comparison to the original. I'm going to check my bias here um, in real time because I think I have some goggles on for Ruby and that she's just such a model on the runway. (laughs) And so she can take something subpar and just make it work for me. And I hate to say it, but this kind of worked for me. Like I didn't love it, but she sold it for me. Just her walk and just her demeanor and her height and just every little model essence that she has just made this kind of work for me. I don't know. But yeah, I do see the flaws and the, the, Awkward big pasties. Yeah, I did live for because in the back though, she said, "Oh, if next week's in the dying challenge, it's over for y'all." I said, what? "Yes, Ruby, let's I, go." I hope, I hope so. Ruby said, "Look here, I am going to slay this design challenge next week if it's mm-hmm. one." And don't look at these oversized pasties right now because this isn't going to be what I do. This is what the a designer who made this for me did. But when I yeah. make mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. But this look, it's all right. Yeah. I wish he would have did the ruffle in the in the shawl mm-hmm. like the the original. And it was more of a 
I don't know. It was just too loose. It was, I wanted it to fit more. The different fabric. Well, different yeah. fabric, right? It just than what you than what she used for the original coat. It looks like it's a cheaper fabric, like a thinner fabric. Yeah, and I wish yeah. the fabric that she wore was at the bottom. The tool was that thin. Like I feel like this is a little thicker thin, a thicker yeah. see through fabric. I wish it was just thinner so it looked like that one on the other one, but. We can't always get the fabrics that the supermodels wear, and we can't always afford that. And so I'm not going to fault these girls for not being able to have a budget of a supermodel because we ain't right. there yet. So True. True. There, I, I think that what I've noticed with a lot of these looks is that the, these girls are, like, picking really good runway looks that have, like, really specific details to them. And they're like, okay, we're going to do this. But that part's too hard, so we're gonna simplify it. We're right, gonna simplify we're gonna it. We're make it simple for me because I can't do these ruffles, so I'm just yeah. gonna make a shawl and then stick it around and make yeah. it work. I, I get it. Quarters have been cut, right? It, been cut. Some, we we don't all have the supermodel budget with the supermodel designers on hand to make our outfits. So True. understood, Ruby. But you still look pretty, and you're pretty, and that's what it is. Score, scores, Eve. As 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 uh, said famously by the brew girl from Laguna, Jiggly Caliente, Beyonce don't be stowing her own shit. Mm. Period. Period. Her mom does, but it's okay. Period. Um, <laughs> Come on, Tina. <laughs> um, Ruby, my girl, I'm gonna give you eighty. I'm gonna give you eighty because I know where you're going with it. You still gave me runway and fashion on the runway. I just feel like that I could have saw a little mm -hmm. bit better of a version of this, but I'm not faulting you for it. And mm -hmm. I still feel like you're going to clear. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you still look pretty to me. My mm -hmm. love goggles are on. I gave you a 71. <laughs> not, not the love goggles. <laughs> um, I will give this a 70. I think it, it's fine. It's it's not a horrible rendition of what we see in the original stuff. So. Up next, we have Miss Miranda. Now, Miss Miranda, <sighs> you were somebody for real for a quick second when you came around that corner. I said, Okay, now the girls are now doing what the hell they're supposed to be doing. If you're gonna get me Victoria's Secret fashion model, I want to see Victoria's Secret the best wings out of anybody we saw with wings. Um, but it did gag me once we started paying attention to the bodysuit. <laughs> I don't know who made that bodysuit, but they decided that you were not born of a man or woman on this Oop. earth. They decided that you were uh, 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 a deity placed inside the Garden of Eden with no belly button. <laughs> and they kept making fun of it. It was so funny. <laughs> it was about no I didn't even notice it. And I was like, oh, mm -mm -mm. okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the bodysuit didn't do you a lot of favors, sadly, because it was like it was supposed to come off and be your skin, but it didn't fit the best. So there were just it looked like you had wrinkly skin in spots like around your arms and stuff was bad. Um, but the wings for me, best wings out of anybody that tried to do a Victoria's Secret model on the runway. Loved them, loved them, loved them, loved them. Yeah, I thought she almost was gonna uh, 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 win this week with this look. To be honest with you, I was like, "Wait, they might get this one there." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I 
So this, I feel like she went the most ambitious, which I really appreciate. Um, she went for drag. She went for a spectacle. And yeah, I, I was kind of wild when she first came out. The more they talked about it, the more I noticed a bodysuit. But really, it, it did not hinder the look for me while I was watching it in the moment. I was I was just soaking it in. And once again, I, I mentioned uh, Helena was one of my top three looks of this week. This is my other uh, one of my other ones um, in my top three. I think this was a clear standout. She looks great. I like this look. I wanted it to be more pink, though, when I wanted her. I wanted the panty to be pinker, like a really prominent pink, and I wanted her boots to be pink, like Adriana's, the pink on the original. I, because I feel like with that bodysuit, it just it was drowns like a, out. It, it's like the bodysuit looks like a pearlized pink. Right, and it just drowns her out. Mm. It just it just like makes everything look, she just looks like one note, and if I wanted that pop of color. The red was giving me a little pop of color, but I wanted the pop of color at the bottom, because it looks like red up here, and then all like pale down believe like it's naked pale of just nothing down it like she ain't wearing nothing lana i found your new uh drag king name papa color uh, okay papa <laughs> color papa color, papa color. <laughs> period. I P-O-C, period me papa <laughs> color. <laughs> i will take that. it i will live for that i will take but that. it's papa Pop, I know what you mean. Okay, okay, just making sure. Color, I know what you mean. I'm just taking it to POC because I want it to be yes. POC. I mean, because you can take it either way. But yeah, I love that. But yeah, I want it to be more. I wanted more color down at the bottom because she looks like red here and then nothing down there. So that would be my only thing. But I think this was a, I would love, I hope wings were the best. I agree. But yeah, orders. Yeah, um, I would give her an 85. I would say she was probably the best one. You know what? I'm lying. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say she was the best one that was giving us a Victoria's Secret model type look, but one but one of the best, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I gave her an 82. I would give her an 85. Word. And last but definitely not least, we have Ms. Organza. 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 The one who I think did the best variation of Mm -hmm. a Victoria's Secret model. Because it gave. It gave in a way where I have seen Victoria's Secret fashion show runways where they've had them wear back pieces yep. that are 300 strips of organza in all different colors, and it moved just like that. That yep. was the re- that was the main thing for me why, is because I was like, you could easily look at it and be like, well, it doesn't fully look like the recreation photo, da-da-da-da-da, but if you've seen Victoria's Secret model fashion shows before, that's okay. what they have them wear. Yep. It, they, it might be a foot or two higher on them, but it's still to that amount of detail, you know? And the way that she walked, she walked like could nobody tell her nothing. She nothing, stumped. baby. She Walking, turn to take that face, baby. And, and and she would she does what I love what girls would do when they when they walk and they go from one side to the other, they hold that one leg in the air before they put it down. Like, mm-hmm. oh, now I'm gonna start walking. Yes. I was like, you better, you better. She she cleared. She cleared. She she's she's one to watch. She stumped. Mm-hmm. She stumped. Yeah, I agree. Hair this gorgeous on her mug looked gorgeous. Ugh. Her skin looked gorgeous. Like, 
the color on her, all of that honey. Ooh. She just looks mm. like this one big honey colored dream. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is the second week in a row where she's just kind of dominating on the runway. She looks so good, and I just love how this flowed. <laughs> um, this look actually reminded me of something we've seen in a design challenge on Drag Race before. A look that should have won a design challenge in season two of uh, Drag Race US. Um, it was Kylie Sonique's uh, curtain look. You know what I'm talking about, Eve? It kind yeah. of gave me that. I which I about. love that look. It's a beautiful. I actually have it pulled up. I don't know if we can see it. Oh no! Probably not. No, wait. It's coming. There it oh, is. Okay. Do you see it? Yeah. 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 Kylie did a good job. It was this she almost did. badass tribal looking. She had a staff. Ooh. But yeah, Organza ate this. This was my other of uh, my top three looks of the night. So good. <laughs> Not much needs to be said. Yeah, no. Honestly, I'm thinking she she did better than the original for me because I was like that. It is it is it's less golden than the other, but I just feel like oh, mm -hmm. the way she modeled it, the scarf, the hair, the uh, it just it just dripped of honey. Like you said, honey, it just gold. It was so pretty. She not only wanted us to make sure that we remember that her name is Organza. Mm -hmm. By making her back piece out of 300 individual organza strips. But did you notice that my girl made a do-rag yep. out of organza? Yep. And was wearing... I'm telling you, Black The way that head wrap <laughs> with the hair and her face, if it didn't give me Mariah Carey's honey video... Mm. I was like, it was giving me 90s girl. Yes. Damn. Yes. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is what you're gonna do. You're just going to, you're just going to eat these girls up every week. Okay, okay. Then, I, I just want to make sure stumped. I know where I'm, I'm, I'm set up for it. I, I just want to know what I'm expecting. Her. And she stumped. She stumped that. That's walking to anybody. Nobody like, got walked her. Like nobody. This was America. If this was Brazilian's next top model, she slayed the runway. Mm -hmm. And she stumped like you were not going to outwalk her. Nobody was going to. I don't care how much practice you got. You were not going to outwalk this girl. And she ate it up. She period. was the one person out of everybody there that acted like she was actually on America's Next Top Model. Half the mother folks came out was like, hey, I'm having fun. <laughs> oh, I look a little sexy. She came out like, whoosh, stomp, stomp, bah, stomp, bah. stomp. Like she was <laughs> like, no, I'm on a mission. And I was like, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here so for here it. for it. She gave uh scores. Yeah. Um I don't think I don't know if you have the I don't know if you have that banner or not. Um uh well there's two banners actually. Okay. One, on, one of my, I, I would love to say that she did what oh, needed to be done. Let me, let me let me get to that one because for sure she did that. She did what needs to be done. She did do what she needed to be done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There it is. Mm -hmm. She did what needs to be done. And I think that I officially want to use a new term that you all just came up with. Oh. I'm going to say that she she mugged her this. Oh, I, I was ready for it. I was <laughs> ready. She I muggered her. this. She down. muggered this oh, one. Oh my God. Like, 
Ooh, bitch, you're getting, a, you're getting, yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. live for it. I live for it because it just um, something about who she is as a black entertainer and a black Brazilian entertainer just makes me feel like that she has. She has, a, I feel like that she has a conviction about herself because she's been a person that has not had life easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She yeah. gives off that air of like, I know who I am and da da da. And I feel like it's because she's possibly been one of those people that was told so many times that she couldn't do this or couldn't do that or wasn't good enough for this or didn't, wasn't pretty enough for this or this, that, and the other. But like something about her and the way she carries herself is just a an inner confidence and an inner control of, I know who I am. I'm Organza. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to find out who I am. I don't need to introduce myself to you. Like, that kind of presence. And she always has it. She has it in the confessionals. She has it when she's hanging out with everybody else. She has it when she's on the runway. Standing at this point. I'm going to jump ahead of you, David, because I'm going to leave that up because I know that's not your score, but that is my score. Mugda, she did that period. All right. Now mm-hmm. Look, she's still mugged there, but she got an 85 for me. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Look, That's what, still my top score of the night. <laughs> yeah, I about to say, we can't expect a whole lot more from David when it comes to that score. That, that she did the best really good. But she did really mm-hmm. good. So Not I am, to mention as well, I kind of hope that in some way she is able to incorporate an organza into all of her runway looks Ooh. because I think that would be amazing. That'd be good. Oh, so I would, would live for that. So I would much. live for that. That would be great. So we could. I want to jump quickly into the performance because that's what came up next. We talked about it a little bit, but I don't know if y'all have any more comments. I honestly, who was your standouts? Who were you know the people <laughs> who were there? You know, so go ahead. Well, I actually wrote down my tops and bottoms. Um, I had my top three and my bottom three. And when they started calling the girls, I'm like, these are definitely the safes. Um, They only named one person that was in uh, my group of six as safe. So otherwise, I, I I thought I was in line with the judges, but I was not as in line with them as I thought. So this might be um, kind of a hot take here, but my tops, I did not have Organza in it. I had her as safe. For me, I thought her and Naza were so married. Their roles, they were both very good. They were both standouts for me, but they probably would have been like tied for fourth for me. And I get giving it to Organza based on the runway, but I had Ruby in the top. Um, I really like Ruby in this challenge. Um, and of course, I had Miranda in the top. My other top was actually Bettina. There was something about her in this challenge. Every time it was showing anybody, she was in the background. She was often blurry, but my eyes went straight to her because she was by far the most expressive person and she kept stealing my attention. And they had nothing, not one negative thing to say about her in the acting challenge. They didn't like her runway, which we all thought was pretty good. So mm-hmm. the fact that she was not in the top is crazy. <coughs> Anybody go watch that back and then pay attention to her because she is a scene stealer throughout. She was my winner. 
I, I was so confused by this judging. So confused. Which yeah, conversely, maybe. that means that my my bottom three, yes, I had uh, Tristan down there. Um, yes, I had Dallas down there. I actually had Helena down there because she kind of faded for me compared to everybody else. Um, and then they kept like complimenting her acting. And sure, I'm sure it was fine, but I didn't notice her. I didn't notice her. And that was enough for me to put her in the bottom. Her runway was great. So if I was factoring that in, she would not be in my bottom three. But I'm so used to them really just going by the challenge when picking tops and bottoms. So that's what I did. <laughs> okay. Well, my choices are wildly different from David. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, based off of everybody, um, the four people that they picked were safe. Um, They're five safes. Five, oh yeah, five safes, sorry, five safes. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have fully agreed with five of those safes. I would have put two of those people in the bottom as opposed to two people that were already in the bottom. Um, I would have put Shannon and I would have put uh, Tristan, no, Shannon, and I would have put Aquarella in the bottom. Um, I liked in the challenge, I liked, uh, even though I do agree that uh, 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 Organza and Naza were kind of like one in the same, mm. I liked Naza more than Organza. So I, I would have put, I would have put Naza a little bit higher. Um, but I personally did like Helena a lot. Um, I love the fact that she, I love the fact that everybody seemed to have the most craziest and goofiest of makeup on almost except her and Ruby. They were like the only two people who actually tried to make themselves mm -hmm. look pretty. And like Helena's face was just taking me there. Like she just looked beautiful. And But like, was I it the acting? That, huh? But was it the acting? I liked her acting too. Okay. I thought that her acting was some of the more natural acting than everybody else's. I thought that when other people said their lines and stuff like that, she was able to smooth, go right in and come right out. And it didn't seem weird or like she was trying to pick up on somebody else's line or, or something like that. It seemed like she had a decent amount of acting experience because it just seemed kind of natural for me. Um, it didn't seem as farcical as everybody else was. It's like everybody else was, she seemed like she was playing the straight man as opposed to everybody else. And I think right. that's possibly one reason why I liked her is because everyone got to be all crazy and goofy. And she was like more low key, but like goofy. Like when she would like be po like poking around with uh, Melusina and stuff like that. I thought that was the, that, that little rapport I liked. Um, and after they had got past Naza, I started kind of fading on all of the girls that were coming in. I felt like, after Naza, Ruby and Ruby and uh, Miranda and Helena were the three that I remembered the most out of all of the rest of the other girls that came in. Cause it was like 80 other girls that came in after that. Um, I would say uh, my tops, I wouldn't have had Organza in the top. I would have had Organza high safe because of her runway mm -hmm. and because she did do good in the challenge. But like my tops in the runway, I mean, in the challenge would have been um, Helena, uh, Miranda, and Naza. And then my bottoms would have been like Aquarella because Aquarella kind of faded out a lot for me. Um, Tristan, because Tristan started out strong and then really it felt like once more personalities started coming into the scene, hers kept getting more and more diluted. It's like everybody else was a little bit bigger than she was. Um, so that kind of hurt her. And then... Um, Shannon, I felt like 
didn't really take advantage of the fact of her being this dead body that's not actually dead. Like she was just, I really wish she would have camped it up a lot more and not spent like half of the challenge not even moving. You know what I mean? Like I did like when she did get a little campy, like when they were taking pictures and stuff and she's like, I like, I thought that was <laughs> funny, but like, I wish she would have done more of that throughout the entire thing instead of mm -hmm. just waiting towards the tail end. So, but yeah. Not Dallas on the bottom. No, I wouldn't have put Dallas in the bottom. I would have put, no, I would put Dallas in the. Yeah. I, I, I want to defend Shannon. Shannon I would have had a I bottom feel... four. I would have had That's a bottom fair. four then, to be honest with you. I do think Shannon had the hardest job here because she got, she got the part that was, you're supposed to lay still with your eyes closed. And I think she did as much as she could with it. Like I get what you're saying, but I think if she had done too much more with it, it would have been distracting and it would have been a little bit confusing to the storyline because she's still, we're supposed to think she's it. dead, <laughs> but I would have loved it even like, it was one of those things where they kept doing a lot of like camera cuts to her face and her laying down. I would have loved it if, even if she would have just had a different facial expression every time they cut to her. Like, and one yeah. time her tongue's out, and then one time she's, you know, like this, and one time she's like, just something like that. But it was just very like for the full for the full half of it. I felt like she just didn't do a lot of 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 taking advantage of that fact of like people are going to have to be looking at you because you're the dead body. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, she could have been putting the peace sign up one time while she was dead, or you know what I mean, or something like that would have been hilarious. If every time they went to her, she had a different pose, I would have cried because every time, because I would have been waiting to go back to her, like, okay, how does she look mm. now? What is she doing now? You know, and it was just like through the first half of it, I was like, okay, so is she going to do anything, or is she just going to lay there the whole time? And then when she actually started doing stuff, I was like, okay, this is cool. I just kind of wish she would have done more of that, yeah. you know. So it would have been so funny if she would have had like. She would have took props into to the casket with her. And so every time like she come back, they'd be like one point she's laying there with like a whole roll of condoms on her or something. Right, just roll, and then next like, a COVID mask. Like right, you know, just little stupid stuff. Like yeah. uh, you know, just just a whole little different props to just make it funny. I think for me, for <laughs> just the challenge alone, I'm not thinking about the runway, but for particularly just the challenge alone. My top three probably would be Miranda, Helena, and Bettina. I think they were the ones who I kind of laughed a lot with. I think Organza and Naza was like right there at the third, mm -hmm. fourth position. Like they should have been, like they were one. Like their two care, their character was one to me because they were so much alike and it was so different that you know you couldn't really tell them apart. So I feel like they would be like a very strong fourth, but like right at the third place door. So like right there, um, very high safe for me. The bottom, I would probably put Tristan. I would put Dallas, and I would put probably Aquarella because I don't remember what Aquarella did at all. I don't. I, don't remember I, I do. I I noticed that she she really was acting well. I, I don't think, think I, she had a lot of lines. She had a pretty small part compared to everybody. So I think it was difficult for her. I could have yeah. seen her being in the bottom, especially taking into account the runway. Yeah, I just felt like it just she faded for me, and I don't remember. And I will if I go back and watch it, I'll probably be like, okay, let me pay attention to her and force myself to see what she does. But as I just don't know. But yeah, but what we thought and what the judges thought was something totally different. Because it out the window. <laughs> also, our thoughts are because what the judges said, the tops were 
um, Organza, it was Miranda, and it was Helena. And I think we all agree on only one of these people. We all had Miranda. I thought thought for sure she was winning this. I thought she was winning too. I then thought I, she was possibly going to too until I started noticing how much her outfit peaking her outfit. Yep. And I was like, oh, if you have to, if you have to hold her and Organza in retrospect, they didn't critique Organza. Like if they both liked, let's say that they liked both of their um or just you know, hypothesize they like both of their acting at the exact same level, mm-hmm. where Organza's outfit is 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 pushing past Miranda's outfit. So that was why when when they did end up doing uh, Miranda as Saint, and they gave it to her again, I was like, something made me think this might happen. You now have two wins. Yep. The target on your back is grown, bitch. Yep, 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 yep. Huge. Huge. But I hope she can handle the pressure because that's going to come behind that because baby is there. But the bottom three was Dallas, Bettina, and Tristan. Mm-hmm. Dallas and Tristan, I can see. Bettina, I can't really see that. No business. I didn't but, know what I was seeing with It I just really... tells me they're not featuring her. She's right. not part of the plan. Right. We're not going to get rid of her in some kind of blue crap way. Yep, the next couple weeks she's going to be... But you couldn't deny this bottom two because this right. was the correct bottom two. True. Unfortunately. But, I will say there was a second when Greg was talking to them and Greg said, Bettina, you're in the bottom again mm-hmm. this week. And I thought she was saying she's in the bottom two again this yeah. week. And I literally like went, what? I screamed out because I was shocked that she was in the bottom two. And then she clarified, yeah. but you're saying, but you're like, oh, no, okay. she said, you're, no, because when she was like, Bettina, you're in the bottom again this week. And then they stopped, and then they paused, and they looked at 18 different bitches. I said, oh, wait, no, she's going to say something else. We ain't done. That's not it. I was That's like, they're pausing it. for effect. <laughs> Hold on. What are you going to say? What are you going to say? And then it was like, you're safe. And I was like, makes sense. Makes sense. I was like, because I don't I right. don't see outfit-wise how you could have sat up and told me that Dallas and Tristan's outfit in any way looked like it would have been better than than, than Bettina's. I mean, with, uh, with Bettina's. And I feel like that's Absolutely how right. I always end up coming to my finalization of like who's in the top or who's in the bottom is I take, is I try to mentally go, let's put all the people that are in the top or the bottom in the, on the same playing field when it came to the main challenge. Let's say it was all left up to the runway. Now, where are we at level wise? You know, or if yeah. it seems like the runways were closer, I'll be like, Okay, well, let's say they were all on the same level runway-wise. Who did better? Challenge. Challenge. Yeah. So that's why with this one, it seemed like they all possibly, or they were critiquing them and making it seem like all three of them did about the same in the challenge. And I was like, well, if this comes to the runway, then then Bettina's not going to be in the bottom. All yeah. right. Well, and I I do want to say if if Bettina, if you watched this last week, you might have seen that I said mm, mm, I kind of wanted Diva to stay because I felt like she had more potential in this competition. Uh, let me eat those words because Bettina, you definitely won me over this week with your challenge performance. I thought you were so good. What? What? You set up and actively wanted for somebody to go home? <laughs> How dare you? Horrible. It is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> You were at home saying it. That's, what right. That's the difference. <laughs> no. But then let's talk about a, a lip sync because 
Once Whoa. a year, this is very parallel to Germany. And I was, Tristan, I'm going to speak to you. And I'm going to say this because I have to say this because Tristan is actually on my team. I was rooting for you. I was rooting for you. But I don't like when people are like, I didn't connect with the song. So therefore, I can't perform the song. You're a performer. You only got to connect with the song to perform the song. It ain't your song. You didn't write the song. You ain't got to be Beyonce with the song. All you got to do is lip sync the song and perform the song. At least know the words. That's literally all you have to do is know the words. Because if you're a performer, the performance is going to come out of you anyway when the music hit because it's just what you do. But you got to know the words. I don't understand. If you are a drag queen, and this is what you do, and you're a performer who lip syncs to songs at clubs on a regular basis, and you get in a competition that said you're going to have to lip sync for your life at some point, here's the songs. They're giving you the songs. It's not like they surprised you yesterday with the song and say, here go the song, learn it today, and you got it. They gave you the song, and you can't even take the time to learn the words because you can't connect with the song. That's disappointing. I was very disappointed in that. I was very disappointed to hear you say that. And that's why you gave that performance. That's me. I'm done. Y'all can have I felt it. Like for me, it felt a bit confusing because when Tristan started out the whole thing, he said that they said that they were able to really connect with the song, but they said they loved the artist. Right. So I was like, so have you not heard the song? Um we did not get English subtitles when it came to the lyrics of the song. Um, Cause I had mine on English and baby, it still gave them to me in, uh, uh, yeah. uh, in everything else. Yeah. And so I was <laughs> like, um, I don't know what the, the subject matter of the song was about, but it seemed very just cute and poppy. Mm -hmm. um, maybe that's just not your type of style of music to perform to, which I can understand that. I mean, I'll give it to you this one. I'll use an example. My brother, Luca Me, who lives here in Chicago, is not a pop baby. You're not gonna see uh, uh, my brother running around here trying to do no Britney Spears or nothing like that. That ain't that ain't his bag at all. But I think that the difference is it it didn't come off fully that way. It didn't come off like you knew the song at the back of your hand and everything like that. It just wasn't like your type of style of performance song. It came off like you almost didn't know the song because you spent a lot of the lip sync looking down. You weren't even like looking out into the audience or to the crowd or to the judges. It was a lot of you with your head down walking from one direction to another to a point where Dallas almost ran into you a couple times mm -hmm. with her trying to go back and forth across you with you not seeing where you were going and you were just like this walking. And she's even looking at you like, she said it, multiple people said it. Like they just wanted to grab you and be like, lip sync for your life, what are you doing? It's like, you're not trying, you know what I mean? And like. I hated that because I felt that exact same way too. Because baby, when the music cut in, Miss Dallas was going. Miss Dallas knew every word. She knew every inflection. She was giving you the wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Boo. I was like, oh shoot, she's gonna clear him. She's gonna clear him out like completely. Like even when it got to some of the messy parts of her being on the floor and stuff, it still looked better than what Tristan was doing. It just almost seemed like Tristan just wasn't trying. 
And that's what sucks so much because I was like, dang, this is that last ditch effort where it's like, if it's not this, then you're gone kind of a thing, you know? So, yeah. yeah. But I say props to Dallas. Yeah, I think my perspective is a little bit different than you all because like I nobody can convince me unless they straight up say it verbatim that she didn't try to learn these words at some point. Sometimes your brain just is not going to it's not going to line up, especially they, they get a big list of songs. Um, they're having to learn a bunch of songs. And I'm sure if she could have willed herself to say all the lyrics, she would have. But there's only so much you can do if you just don't know the song, if it's not retaining. So I think she tried her best and it just it was not the right song for her. And it was never going to work for her because it just wasn't in her brain, even if she tried to learn it. And I don't care. I don't care. She said she couldn't connect to the song. That, maybe maybe she didn't connect it, but that doesn't mean she didn't try to learn no, the words. I ain't worried about her words. I ain't even worried about the words. You ain't got to learn the words. But she didn't even try to perform it. She didn't even try to perform it well. That was a give up moment. She gave I don't think up. So. She didn't perform. If I don't know the words, I'm going at least dance my butt off do a and kick, give you do a, a split, performance do a to, 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 to make the judges know that I'm trying. She walked across the stage and kicked her leg up and walked across the stage it and kicked like her leg up and walked her back across the stage. She did not me, try. She gave yeah. up in that moment because for me, she it was, didn't for me, connect for with me, the song. For me, it was just noticeable when it came to, I felt like the chorus was the one part of the song that she knew the most, but it seemed like everything in her clicked on when the chorus came on. And then when the chorus went off, it clicked right off. So it was like, even if she did or didn't know, the, it's almost like, it's almost like, I don't know if maybe that was something that she was kind of internalizing. If she didn't know the words that well, it's almost like that took her out of those parts of the performance. Because the parts where she did know the words, she, I did see like, it did seem like she was trying. It did seem like she was trying to throw her hair around and do some da-da-da, but it was like, the parts where she did not know the words, it was like she shut down. And that's why I was like, What's going on? But to me, oh, that oh, doesn't yeah. say that she's not putting out effort. That tells me she's going through a traumatic experience on the stage because she knows she's failing. And it's like, for me, I wasn't mad at her. I felt really sad for her. I felt I was, really sad for I her. Just felt, it felt like she was giving up. And even when everybody in the, the girls about like, come on, I just want you to just do something. She wasn't doing anything because if she was doing something, they wouldn't be like, come on, Tristan, do something. Like people who were in the building were like, I want her to do something. We're watching Yeah, I hate, that, I hate that they went to Greg and Greg was sitting there like, do something. Not, like she not was everybody's like, wired oh, the same no. way. Not everybody's just, wired. Some people just cannot, But this is what your job is. This these. is what do. I know. Okay, and maybe she's not cut out for this. I'm about maybe to say she's maybe she's a great this. drag queen, but she's not a great. She's not great for drag race. Yeah, That's I'm just not going to question her willpower. And I'm not. We'll, 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 put, it, like she gave we'll put it this way. We'll put it this way. We can end it this way. Monica, my, Monica, not Monica, not Monica or Monica. Sorry, <laughs> Mariah. Me and those people. Mariah Paris Balenciaga said on a uh, podcast interview with Delta Work, a former drag race contestant, with herself. She said she feels that everyone is entitled to do drag and everyone mm -hmm. should have the opportunity and the chance to do drag. 
but the stage is not made specifically for everybody. And she said, yes, nothing is wrong with getting in the geesh and feeling the fantasy and da 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 But when it comes to certain aspects of performing in certain ways, that might not just be how it links up with your drag. And that's right. not saying you're not a good drag entertainer. No. That just not may not be the medium in how your drag goes the best, mm -hmm. you know? I feel like that I would probably see Tristan doing more drag that's along the lines of stuff that like Luca Me would do, that would be more uh, artistic and more uh, or widespread and more uh, left to interpretation as yeah. opposed to them getting up and rapping or lip syncing a pop song. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, I feel like that this was one of those instances where it just didn't click the best for them but I, I i still i still i still think that they're an amazing entertainer and i think that they they did a good job for being making it on the freaking first season of drag race brazil like that's a testament uh, in itself so. i mean and i do i do think she's a great drag artist i think that they have a great niche in what they do like she was saying they she's starting a founding group with some new style of drag that is not what people are used to in Brazil. And so she's one of the founding people to do that. So I believe her drag in that niche is probably amazing. She's mm -hmm. probably spectacular in that. But maybe in this particular, like like I think Logan said it before, you're good at drag queen, you're a good drag queen and a drag artist, but maybe not good for drag race because yeah. this particular thing asks for things that is not in your wheelhouse and it's not something that you feel connected to and so I feel like and this was one of the moments that Tristan just didn't feel connected with this not saying she I'm saying she didn't try but she gave up in the mid performance she gave up mid performance I don't think she didn't try she tried but she just it just wasn't clicking so she stopped and that is what I'm saying she stopped because if she didn't stop, the people in the building wouldn't have been yelling, come on, girl, do something. If she wasn't doing, if she was doing something, they would have no reason to yell at her and tell her to do something. But I still think she's an amazing drag artist. And I still am happy she was on Team Lana. I would pick her again if she was on any other show. Because I think she's an amazing artist. This just wasn't the moment for her. Yeah. That sucks. It sucks. Because I mean, that's. That's the unfortunate situation that I think a lot of people don't realize. And I think part of it too is because they've just categorized them as a subcategory of drag. But mm -hmm. drag race is very much like a pageant. Oof, like yeah. I know that a lot of times people want to make fun of pageant queens and stuff like that or sit up and say that pageant queens won't win drag race or this, that, and the other. But drag race in itself is very much like a pageant. You come with a package. They give you a specific set of categories. They want you to interpret those categories the best that you can. But then also at the end of the day, the judging is still left to these impartial people that don't know you off of whatever you show them, off of that specific guideline. And it doesn't mean that your drag is good or isn't good or, bad, or right. bad or isn't bad. It means that that's just a checklist of what they are looking for. And yeah. so sometimes it might not be what it is that you're presenting or it might not be what you're presenting at that time. Hey, maybe they'll bring uh, her back for an All-Stars for Brazil and they'll be looking for an entirely different checklist of stuff. And it'll be every single thing she'll hit and she'll end up winning the whole thing. We don't know, you know what I mean? So once again, I think that it sucks that we lost a, we lost somebody, but we got to find out more and learn about another amazing drag artist in the world. And, and we're going to see more amazing things from them in the future. Mm -hmm. And I do want to say her final words when she was 
in the workroom and like writing on the mirror, all that. Maybe some of my favorite words I've gotten from a queen. And I'm actually kind of surprised I aired it because she was not being super kind to the show, but she was doing it in a very gracious way. But like she was, she was, she was dropping, she was mic dropping. She was shading up for this a little bit. And there's one thing she said that really stood out to me. And I'm like, Oh, okay, girl. She said, um, it's wrong to reproduce beauty standards that oppress people. And I'm like, that felt like a big mic drop moment from her. I mean, Um, she felt like they weren't, they didn't understand her. And like, they wanted something from her that that wasn't her. And I, mm -hmm. she has every right to say that. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like that she talked about how underrepresented um, people from North Brazil, from her area, mm-hmm. are on these sort of platforms, on these shows. So I, I really like that she was able to speak out on that. Um, and it's it's a shame we lost her so early. Yeah, hopefully this will be the stepping stone to get more people from North Brazil to be on shows like this. She is the, she is the catalyst that's going to bring more people who look like her, who maybe has drag like her or does drift for drag, but at least from North Brazil to be able to be on this show. This is the first season. So they got many more seasons to go where they can have many more representations from the, from the, from the country. And I can't wait to see it. And I think Tristan is a good representation of that. And it will show more people and maybe they'll stop asking for, uh, for beauty standards. That's that oppresses people. I'm just saying, there we go. but uh. On that note, we've been here long enough. We talked y'all whole face off. So we go go. Because <laughs> we go go. Because we're tired of talking to y'all. No, we're not tired of talking to y'all, but we love y'all. And we appreciate you for watching. Please, please, please. If you're in state of this whole two-hour conversation and you haven't hit the subscribe button, why haven't you? Hit the subscribe button because obviously you enjoy the conversation if you stayed the whole time. So hit the subscribe button. Hit all the buttons that goes along to support us on your visual or audio platforms. Um, follow us on all of our socials uh, at the Cup Pod um, on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Get your cup merch at lonagiescreations.etsy.com. You can get all of that and. Um, if you hit the dislike button on here, hit it twice. And uh, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter if you want. You know, we talk about some interesting things. We're fun. If you're in Chicago, ever go see Eve the Bunny do her thing. And if you just don't, I mean, I'm not going to tell you where I am so you can come see me because I don't do anything that you would want to come see. But, you know, just follow me on Twitter. That would be great. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. So cheers, y'all. Cheers. 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 Cheers.